the Promoted Podcast. My name is Michael Fury, and today I get to be the host, which is quite an exciting opportunity. And our wonderful guest is the normal host, Felicity. So Felicity, welcome to the other side of the microphone. Thank you. Great to be here. Now, we're talking about pregnancy and promotion. And what I love about this topic is that kids can massively interrupt your career. And I think women have a incredible opportunity to become mothers. And I think it's an absolute gift. And you've done an amazing job with our two wonderful children. And today, what I really wanted to hear your perspective on is what's been your pregnancy and promotion journey? Like, how have you navigated that? What have been some of the tricky things to actually, you know, how do you navigate the fact that you just, you, you can't necessarily keep moving up the chain sometimes or whatever that might look like. So where I want to start is, is pregnancy and promotion even compatible? Ooh, juicy question to kick things off. Well, going into thinking about starting my family, and I think it's something that a lot of women do many, many years before they even consider it. I really felt like my career was going to end and kind of a bit of be over when I got pregnant and had a baby. And I'd heard a lot of stories from colleagues, friends in my circle in the engineering network around what had happened for them. And I kind of didn't really like what I'd heard. And going into it, I was, I was worried. I have to say, I thought, what's it going to be like? What impact is this going to have? What are people going to think of me? Am I going to be put in the mum box? And, and kind of cast to the side or, you know, paused for my career. And I think a lot of women talk about when they go on this pregnancy family journey that, you know, they're worried about their technical competence. They're not going to be kept up to speed while they're away. But I've actually found that that's a bit of a myth. And for me, that hasn't been my experience, which has been quite, I would say, rewarding. So if we get, if we break it down into, let's say the nine months of the pregnancy period, right? You had a mixed journey with two kids now, and sometimes you were really not very well. So how would you advise women who are thinking about going into that piece? Like you might have a job opportunity on the table or you've just stepped up into a new role and you've just become pregnant as well. Like, how do you think about that now? What would you do having kind of traveled that road a few times? One of my mentors said something that really stuck with me about this. And when she was pregnant, she found an executive role within her company available. And she went, oh, I'm not even going to apply for it. Her mentor said, no, you definitely should. So she put her hat in the ring. She got to the interview. Uh, they said, you know, we'd like to consider your application further. And she went, oh, look, I have to tell you I, I'm pregnant. And they said, ah, oh, well, what does that have to do with anything? It's going to take two years just to train you in the role. So even if you take a year off, it's actually going to take even longer to train you in this position. And they were totally comfortable with it. So I think going into it, I, you know, and everyone's got a different st story around pregnancy and, you know, when you're falling pregnant and it might take a few months for that to happen or even years in some cases, and everyone's 
journey is different. Um, I know the first few months I felt unwell, was sick, kind of, I felt like I was hiding out in my workplace because I was worried that people would find out. And in my situation, I actually, I think I was about 14 weeks pregnant when my contract was about to end. And I was hoping that it would get renewed for another time period. So it was a bit of a scary time for me, I think, with that you know, job security, being on a contract. And I remember thinking about telling my boss and what that conversation would be like. And I thought it would go badly, but he ended up being really great and really excited for me. It wasn't about the job. It was more around excitement around our family. He had children himself and it was like work didn't even matter in that conversation. And I'm so grateful that he was so, so great about it because it's something that I really worried about, even though my workplace was supportive of people with families. So question then, is there ever a good time to do it? Do you think? Is there ever a good time in your career, which makes the most sense to do it? And you have spoken to like, lots of different people about this and so not just from your view, but do you think there's a better time than other? I think that's a perspective a lot of the time and our good friends, I remember she told us there's always a good time or, or it's always the right time. And I'm someone who absolutely adopts a positive mindset. And I like to think about, you know, if you start getting your brain on, there's always a good time, then you'll think, how can I make this the best time in my career? So I think a lot of people, particularly if you're in a technical profession, weigh up that technical capability and they want to get a certain amount of years of technical competency under the, under your belt. But I think there's a lot of ways that you can still stay connected to industry if you choose to throughout your pregnancy so that you're not out of the loop, um, you know, on particular issues. So I think there's always a great time. And I certainly was very fortunate when we happened to fall pregnant that I had an amazing workplace with really, really good parental leave. So Depending on your situation, you know, there's lots of different ways to work around that. And if, if finance is, is an important thing for you, um, you know, cost of living, of course, is a big challenge at the moment. Um, I think it's making sure that you're you're set up in that right way and thinking through that. So I was lucky that that answer was pretty easy because um, my employer at the time, Swinburne, and massive shout out to them, they've got really amazing parental leave arrangements. And do you reckon there's any careers where in their current format, they're actually kind of incompatible being pregnant is very tiring which i only discovered after being pregnant i feel like even if you told me before i would have gone hmm. yeah no not for me so i think it's important to manage uh looking after yourself while you are pregnant and there are some challenging roles i think like being on a construction site where you're working really long hours that potentially could be challenging I've heard people in, say, the mining industry say, oh, that might not be safe for pregnant women. And actually, it's been a really good question to ask to go, well, is it safe for anyone if it's not safe for pregnant women? So I think all workplaces should be safe and allow for people to be pregnant, but also be mindful of, you know, what are those challenges that you might personally face? And, you know, I know some people find it quite stressful. Um, I know certainly for us, we had some challenges with our son that got picked up on the scans and that was quite emotional and upsetting. Um, and I really had to give myself the space to be okay with that and to be kind to myself during that time. So I think a lot of it comes down to your own personal expectations of yourself rather than the career and the workplace that you're in. If you find yourself in some of those situations where you're feeling like it's not compatible, then, you know, that's a conversation to have with the people in your team and the people around you. So 
on that last bit, what do you think people, I, I think I've spoken to some women now, they, or maybe not, I think it was with you, is you talk about sometimes there's a hesitancy to mention pregnancy or that I'm thinking about having a family or doing something like that. So, you know, would you mention it if you're going for a job interview or something like that? Do you raise it at that point? Or do you think that despite all the progress we've made, if the company knows that you're going to do it, maybe they'd be like, yeah, let's choose someone else or something like that. It's been really interesting having a lot of meetings virtually on Zoom or even you know, doing speaking gigs where I've met clients and then turned up and they've realized, oh, wow, you're pregnant. And they didn't realize because we we're on Zoom. So I think it's up to you to mention it whether, you know, and for you to manage what that looks like in your career. For me personally, I wouldn't mention it unless I knew it was going to directly impact the role. I think certainly with the second kid, it was much easier to think about what is it going to be like once I have a baby. Um, and the first one, I just, you know, let myself have full permission to have a break. And I feel like it's actually really the only first, you know, the first time in my career I've actually felt like I had a good excuse to say stop. Um, although I didn't do that very well. So if we get really granular, just for a second, think back, let's say you don't have kids yet. It's something you'd like to do, or you've got a part of it. You're thinking about, you know, a family might be a really nice thing to do. What would be your advice to the younger Felicity specifically? What would you encourage her to think about? Who are the conversations you're having, even including your boss? Are you looking at, at sorry, children-friendly careers or something? What are you? What are you doing on a real granular level there? I'd speak to other people who've had children, both men and women, and ask them how they navigated it and what did they do. Certainly, you know, five, ten years ago, I think the world and the workplace is very different compared to what it is today. But you can listen to stories and go, do you know what? I don't want it to be like that for me. So I think getting a range of stories is really, really helpful. And you know, don't stop until you find one that suits you and resonates with you. Everyone does this and navigates this differently. I thought about my career kind of before I was 30 and there was definitely some things that I wanted to try and some things I wanted to achieve before that age. And for me, I guess 30 was the milestone I was thinking about. Oh, that probably will be when I start a family. And there was definitely risks that I took in my career early on where I thought, you know, I don't have a family right now. And so it doesn't matter if I completely screw this up and make a really big mistake. One of those things was quitting my corporate job at my favorite, most prized engineering company at the time. It was kind of, you know, dream. It was the dream company for me in engineering when I was working at Arup. I left that role to go start my own business. That was scary, but also there was, you know, not that pressure of having a family uh, and those kinds of things. So I think taking those bigger risks early on. And I think also if you can stack your career that can be really powerful. And what I mean by stacking is I was had my day job, but I was also developing skills outside of my day job in my volunteering roles. So I meant that I was kind of doubling my skills. And I remember actually our first son was uh, six weeks old when I applied for a board role and got feedback. I didn't get the role, um, but the feedback I got was you've been able to accomplish in 10 years what a lot of people might accomplish in 20 years. So I think by achieving that before 
having and starting our family that really set me in a good position that now that I've got my family I still have a lot of experience that's really helped me so I'm glad that I did that it definitely wasn't something I was super strategic about but uh, I'm glad I did those things early on and I wish I had thought even more strategically about this point in my career so one thing you didn't say that is run to your employer and tell them that they're pregnant no that's right so just on that like how do you break the news do you think it's best they find out when you know you have an offside and you're like oh, oh wow you're pregnant oh my god you're pregnant you know like when how do you navigate that what what do you think is the best strategy on that I remember feeling really tired and very useless and I felt relieved to tell people because it was like, oh, I'm not an idiot. I am just growing a human. Um, so I felt relieved when I could tell people, but I think ultimately it's up to you and it's completely your choice when you do it. And unless, you know, unless there's like a medical reason where you can't perform your role, then I think it's really, you know, completely, you know, your choice. And I thought about, oh, what's going to happen to the project while I'm on parental leave or, you know, those things turns out not that important. I'm not that important in my role and it was easily filled uh, while I was not there. So it was not as, I guess, scary. I do remember the moment I told my manager at the time I was, we're at a conference. We were in Brisbane and I was actually kind of, I was waiting to sign my contract because I didn't want to have that standing, you know, um, a contract not signed for my next role and it was within the same organization um, and then and, and tell them I was pregnant before then so it was literally I signed the contract and it back to HR and then told my boss because I think I was like you know 14 weeks pregnant at the time something like that and I felt like it was relieving that I could be I felt like I was hiding something from people which I found quite tricky because yeah. I'm a very open person and um, yeah the second time I was pregnant, my colleague said, yeah, I kind of guessed anyway. Um, so it wasn't really so much a secret. Even though we were working remotely on Zoom, she still kind of uh, had a bit of a clue. And if we, you mentioned earlier about the executive who was going for the role and was encouraged to do it because it was going to take her two years to get trained for the role anyway. I feel like that might be the exception of the rule. And I know I've worked in companies where there's literally zero parent leave. You know, big companies, of course, it's a hallmark these days. You can't almost operate without it. But actually, at the other end of town, small companies don't, don't have the resources. They can't keep roles open, you know, for two, three years until you may or may not come back. So to people in that scenario, when they're in a very different um, position where family actually is important to them, what? how would you advise them? What do you think they should do? I take a step back and look at the bigger picture for yourself and also for the organization. Because at the end of the day, you know, it is a business, there's business goals that the business needs to achieve. And I'd had that open conversation and go, look, what is going to be a win for the business and also a win for me? And can we, you know, align on some of those goals? It could be, you know, that having that conversation being open about it actually has them be an employer of choice because they've been so transparent about some of those challenges and look I've run a small business and uh, we couldn't provide parental leave and that was really tricky for us because as three female founders we really wanted to do that but it just was the reality of running a startup when you can you know hardly pay yourself sometimes that you know parental leave is off the cards I think we're really lucky in Australia. We have um, the government 
has leave options available. Um, but I think it's thinking about, you know, if you're a good employee or a good staff member in a business, the business will want to keep you. So then it's about having that kind of conversation of how's it going to be a win-win for both of us to achieve the goals and what's important. Because if you've got great experience, the business is not going to want to lose you either. And there could be, you know, opportunities. And I've seen people do really great work around keeping in touch days where they're checking in with the business or even I know an engineer where she was working on proposals one day a week and she was able to still stay engaged and involved in the business, doing something that was less time constrained and able to you know, keep keep engaged because they really wanted to, to keep her on. So I think there's lots of ways that both organisations and staff can be flexible around what an arrangement could look like. And if I may, as a, on the other side here, as the, you know, I think, navigating pregnancy as a partnership is absolutely critical and really strongly encourage. I think it can be, it'll be really tricky to do fully on your own. And I think if you're married, then there's kind of a conversation around like, we're doing life together, but if you choose not to get married, then maybe it's not so clear or something like that. And I think moving into where it becomes a we, not just you and me, and like how are we going to navigate this pregnancy? How what's what do I need to do in my career? And maybe that it could be, you know, between you and me, you were earning more money than I was in many ways prior to you becoming pregnant, and so you were the key breadwinner, and then it switched. And I think that. If I wasn't willing to step into that, or maybe I wasn't that interested in, maybe it's a conversation that you've got to have with your partner and say, hey, buddy, or hey, whatever, it might be time for you to step this up. And I think that might be a, a tricky conversation, but also a really, really important one, which will actually set you up for the long term. Because I think, if anything, pregnancy is not something you do alone. Yeah. Growing a baby, I definitely didn't help much with that. <laughs> But we got you started, played a critical role. But uh, beyond that, like I think it, you have to start to seeing it as a we. And I, and I think it, if you're a single parent or someone who's chosen to kind of not go the traditional route, perhaps, then I think getting people around you is going to be absolutely critical. You're going to need a team to navigate this because that was my takeaway. Pregnancy definitely push you around from an, like an emotional but also a health perspective. Um, and yeah, you're just you're just not as capable in some regards as you would you were before. You know, baby brain definitely is a real thing. And yeah, I think trying to do that on your own would be tough. Absolutely. I can go with the baby brain. I didn't think it was a thing. I was like, women are amazing. I mean, women are amazing in being able to but yeah, I can't believe I did a speech six weeks after I had a baby. I can't even think of the words right now that I am sleep deprived. We do have an eight month old as we're recording this and a three year old. And I've seen amazing women who have chosen to have babies and be as single women. And they've got a network of their parents supporting them or whatever that looks like. I think ultimately at the end of the day, pregnancy, having children, thinking about your career is your own personal journey. It's going to look different for everyone. And it also might not go the way that you expected it to go because I certainly thought I did not think about the bit that I was pregnant. I just thought about the bit when I would have the baby and my career after that. But I certainly found 
while being pregnant, I was extremely tired, feeling nauseous, and I didn't really expect to be, I think, reducing my capacity. And even things like running for me or doing exercise really helped with my mental health. I wasn't able to do all those things. And even something simple like that was super challenging while I was pregnant. So I actually, I do wish actually to your question before that I'd really, I guess, been open to shifting my expectations during that process as well. Awesome. Let me leave it there. And I think let's come back and pick up on promotion and parenting. So the kind of the after you know, it'd be a really interesting place to kind of pick this conversation up. But thank you so much for joining us. It's been awesome. Thank you for listening to the show. Once again.